What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special episode of On the Backburner Podcast with Chef Tristan Rogers, Chef Dominic Valenzuela. This time, we are taking a step back and we are acknowledging all the winners of this past year, 2021, that we have interviewed and those to come in 2022. It's been an amazing year. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode, and I hope you stay tuned for what's coming up next year. Let's go. Hey, guys, just a reminder, I want you all to follow us right now, uh, Backburner PC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay, go, go check us out right now. Make sure you hit that follow, hit that subscribe button. This is On the Backburner with executive chefs Tristan Rogers and Dominic Valenzuela. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? This is a special episode. Special episode of On the Backburner. With Chef Tristan Rogers. And I am sitting next to uh, Best of the City winner. Hey. Dominic Valenzuela at Taco 10. You know. What is Best of the City? So Best of the City out here in Albuquerque, for those listening, is uh, Albuquerque the Magazine is a publication out here. And Best of the City is a publication that they put out every year where they get the uh, um, readers to vote on their choice for different categories. It's a lot of different categories. You know, you got like Best Korean, Best Japanese. But when we're talking about what I won. Let's talk about what you won. Best Specialty Taco. And what Specialty Taco was that, sir? It was all of them, man. Hey! Taco 10. It's probably just for the spelling, hey! to tell you the truth. It's probably just for the spelling. I'm Cause special. Because it's, it's T-A-K-O. <laughs> it's a special taco because I spell it T-A-K-O. Because when you eat that shit, you're going to get KO'd because it's so fucking amazing. Hello. Hello. See you what know? I did there? You see what I did there? You saw it. You saw it, huh? Uh, well, let me, let me tell you this, okay? okay? So this, you know, everybody's all about, you know, uh, best of the city, um, you know, Albuquerque magazine puts this out. Um, what is what are some of the ways, you know, that you actually try to get votes? Do you do you have like a strategy for that? So I want to know because I don't. I I I, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, years prior, I would you know I would go on full uh, you know promoting myself like a politician, you know, like a politician would. You know? <laughs> but in recent time. Honestly, I have stopped thinking about it and just right. focused on the craft and focused on the customer. And over time, that that has proved true of what what you're supposed to do. You know, like I I listen to the Yelp reviews, I listen right, to the Google reviews, right. um, and what the customer wants, and and in person, what the customers are telling me. You know, um, of you know if they're whether it was a pleasant experience or it was it was a not so pleasant experience. So yeah. you you also got uh, top five chefs too though right? Yeah, I did did uh, with wow. some uh, some some heavy hitters up there. You know? So it was uh, actually, you know, I want to say Mike White who we've had on the show. Mike White was on there. Mike White who actually won mm-hmm. uh, best chef, and then who else? Because I know you were top five. And then we had uh, Mark Quinones. We had. Israel Rivera from the shop. All people that we want to have on the show. Jay Martin Torres. Um, some really great chefs on there. Uh, uh, we but- need Is- Israel Rivera is the one dude we need to get on here for. Sure. One of my favorite chefs. Absolutely. All, all respect to Mike White. You know, and loved having Absolutely. him on the show. And if you didn't listen to that podcast, you got to go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it. It was episode... Um, Trying to, I'm trying to remember here off the top of my head, but it was. Oh, called, don't do that! Don't do that! You're gonna cramp six, your... Episode six. Okay. Uh, Philanthropist. Oh, that's right. That's the right. The name of that episode. That was a good one. I listened to that one a couple times. Right. Right. But Israel Rivera opened up the shop. You know, started. He has a great story. I want. I don't want to spoil anything, but we're gonna have him on there. But this guy has won multiple awards for uh, his brunch cuisine. Um, it's kind of a New Mexican, Nuevo American kind of kind of fusion, right. you know, and um, great stuff, man. Like his flavor profiles are insane. But let's stop talking about him and talk about you, hey, Mister hey. Taco. I'm humble, Ted man. Winner, I'm humble, man. man. I know you humble. I'm humble. You've always been humble. You're, I mean, you're kind of humble. 
I like to talk a little shit. I like yeah, to talk you a do, little shit. You do. But congratulations. Thank you. Um, you know, it's a, it's 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 a great award. And f- for those of you who you know our listeners who are outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, Best of the City is just a. Uh, it's it's like I said, it's a publication from this magazine who, you know, gets people to vote on on who they think the best is, and, and there's so many categories. There's best barber. There's best uh, um, hairstylist. Hairstylist. There's, there's best distiller. Best distiller. Distillery. Mm-hmm. Which you guys won. Which Hollow Spirits absolutely did win, and uh, we are very proud of that. Um, which you should be. We should be. We should be, and. Uh, you know, we we talked with Frank at, at a previous uh, episode as well, and uh, that episode was episode eight, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, we'll revisit some of the things that he had to say about what it takes to open up a spot. And see, that's the thing, like you said, like, let's let's go back to that. Not not you know not being the politician. Mm-hmm. And going out and like trying to get the votes, like you know, like we're not we're not traveling around, mm-hmm. you know, and trolling, you know, uh, you know the 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 Facebooks and the Instagrams and saying come vote for me. I think your strategy is exactly what my strategy is: is just let's let the food talk. Mm-hmm. If the food if the food does good and the drinks do good, like as far as like uh, uh, with us at the distillery, people will vote absolutely. And I think that's the same thing too when it comes to. One person who we also interviewed, uh, and let me tell you this: we don't just interview fucking scrubs here, okay? No scrubs here no, in New no. Mexico and Albuquerque. We do not interview scrubs. I, I would say what eighty percent of the people that we've already interviewed have won awards. They're award winning, whether it's nationally, mm-hmm. worldly, or. Locally, mm-hmm. so eighty percent of these people have won best of the city in some category. That's right, man. So That's right. we are actually going to get into that. Um, That's right. There's multiple uh, publications out here. Um, the paper being one of them. Uh, you know, there was a publication before that it used to be the Alibi. The paper is kind of a uh, publication out here that you can find at a lot of the local shops. You know, it's kind of that that newspaper that you you go into at the nice. Um, you know, kind of a, a cool groovy bar or whatever. The cool uh, groovy bar, man. The groovy bar, the cool part of town, you know, by the college, you know. <laughs> you go into those spots, you usually find those papers the which tell you the concerts that are going on in town, oh, yes, the things yes, to do. Yes. You know, it's a weekly paper. It's, a, but it's they, a good one. Yeah, they have their own uh, best of the city. Um, and we are, we, uh, somebody who we also interviewed is mm-hmm. on that one as well. Absolutely. So we're not, we're not, we're not playing around here. We're not just asking, hey, are you a chef? You want to be on the show? Let's talk to you about food and stuff. Exactly. No, we're not doing that. We're actually bringing on heavy hitters around New Mexico. And uh, one person I want to get into who actually won Best of the City, uh, Kate Gerwin, Mm -hmm. uh, the category that they won was um, Best Cocktail. Um, It was also... uh, both oh she wanted both publications mm-hmm. the paper and uh, Albuquerque the magazine uh, they also were like top five for best uh, almost best new restaurant too mm-hmm. as well right so um, man having Kate on the shows Kate was a uh, firecracker amazing. she just hit the ground running and just pretty much took over the whole podcast hundred miles an hour and uh, we have some clips too that we would like to play. Right. Um, I talked about that. Well, tell us about tell us about happy accidents. Like you know, we so got- I've always I I it, you know it's 100% bartender own. It's supposed to be. Um, it will continue to be. It's um, for me. I wanted to open a bar that wasn't that wasn't driven on the ego, which mm-hmm. is hard because like I'm not gonna lie, I'm a very prideful person. I compete right. because of are. that. Like right, I mean, like yeah. it's We're not that I, it's not that I don't want to be the best. Um, it's that I compete with myself to be the best. I don't want any. I don't want to compete with anyone else. Um, I just want to push myself. And I wanted to open a bar that, you know, people came and they had fun and they had good cocktails. But I didn't want it to be pretentious and about me. I'm not looking to make 12 ingredient cocktails that you know. So I went to. I won't even say that. I went to a bar in London. It's like world renowned, and I'm like reading the menu. And the, for one, the cocktails are 28 euros or pounds, or mm-hmm. you know, we're talking like 30 some dollar cocktails. Wow. And wow. I know the owner of the bar, great human. I'm not trying to go there, but like, 
one of the ingredients was um, seawater from 10,000 feet deep. <laughs> right? Wow. Like, seriously. Please tell me it's filtered. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Am I drinking Welsh? Like, really? Did, did you really go 10,000 feet deep? to get that into Seriously, your fucking place. Like, so I, I mean, like, you know, you're in this place, everyone's talked about it, and, you're like, and you drink the cocktail, and there are these insane glasses, right? Like, mm -hmm. the one that one was served in an actual uh, seashell. Oh, like, the, you know, the ones that go, boo, yeah, yeah. those. Like, you know what I mean? So you're, like, looking at this shit, and you're like, well, if I wasn't in this bar that had this reputation, and I didn't see these things on the menu, and it wasn't in this, like, $250 glass that I'm carrying, would it be that good? And mm -hmm. the answer was, like, nah. Yeah. Like, to me, it was like, meh. You know, like, I don't, I want to make the best gin and tonic you've ever had. I want to make this damn lemon drop you've ever had. I don't care if, if you're not into, like, 17 ingredients and this and that. And don't get me wrong, I have, like, a lot of, like, you know, pushing the envelope cocktails, but I want to make drinks that just make you happy. Right. And that just make you realize that you're, like, valued and cared for. I want you to know when you walk in the building that my staff is cared for, that they love being in the building, that they're making good money, that the ambiance and the energy is there because of them. Because mm -hmm. let's be real, wow. it's the staff. Dude. Kate. Huh? Wow. 10,000 feet down water. Could you imagine getting served a drink in a glass, like a shell? That you would like blow in, like to alert someone. Can I that's examine there, this the, water for anything? <laughs> the Spanish like, are coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you're you're sitting there drinking a cocktail out of it. You know what I mean? I couldn't imagine. <laughs> but yes, all the all the that, the the ocean is gross, man. It I don't know if I bad. want all that up in it my is. drink, man. I don't want all that shit in Unless there, it man. Unless it got hallucinogenic Parasites, qualities. Parasites, even hallucinogenic. <laughs> I don't want anything. Riding yeah, around in my over shit. Well shit, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so, you know, let's let's keep going with the with some of these powerhouses we got. We had a Mike White episode six. Man, I really love that podcast. What do you think it takes to be the best chef? He won best chef in Albuquerque the magazine, and wow, best chef. What chef means to me? You got to have integrity. You got to be someone driven towards. Uh, you know, giving, giving. You got to be a giver. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to be a chef, you have to be a giver. You have to be a servant in a way. Of you're, you're giving your life up for service yep. for everybody else to enjoy their life for a moment in time. Right. You know, so you're giving up so much to win Best Chef. He's the biggest giver, and there's no better title for Mike White than that. And I think we talk about like you know, like he, you know. And come back to some of his clips where he talks about like these milestones you know what i mean of of making it worth it like you mm -hmm. know what i mean of everything that we sacrifice we sacrifice <laughs> some of us sacrifice our marriage mm -hmm. some of us sacrifice uh seeing our kids mm -hmm. some of us sacrifice all this stuff for one moment mm -hmm. <clears throat> that one moment that's like okay i'm the best you're right. So let's, let's but let's. but as we go along and as we begin to evolve, there are our levels that we get to to where we're able to right. pass things off, right? And you know, not to to you know, kind of you know, uh, toot my own horn or anything. But you asked me, you know, uh, I was in there in mm -hmm. that in that discussion yeah, sure. with Mike, yeah, sure. and one thing I had to do this year to so to still be in the discussion of. The days when I did it by myself to still be in the discussion now of the days that I did it with a team of 20 employees, you know, that to me, that speaks a lot to me and, and like really makes me feel proud of how far that I've come because they're the ones doing the work. They're right. the ones doing the heavy lifting. Okay. I'm directing and I'm guiding and that's making me learn a whole new level about myself. Right. You know, which... All chefs out there, all future um, line cooks that want to become chefs one day, and anybody who wants to own a restaurant, anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur, you have to start from the bottom. Agreed. Like Started from the bottom, now we hit. Now we hit. <laughs> but no, no, completely agree. Like I think, I think people they think about you know when they watch TV and they're like, I want that. Like the, you know, they think that it's like this instant gratification, and it's not. It's not instant gratification. It takes work. And just so you know how much work it takes, let's listen to Mike 
on his episode Absolutely. so he could tell us exactly what it takes. Eight hours that you decided not to work, guess what you could have done? Right. Like, you wouldn't have been this far behind on the schedule or the order or the this or the that or you could have set up interviews. I'm like, fuck, I could have done all those things. I always tell my crew too, it's like the job never ends when you go home. Yeah. Like you, you should be doing something. You should be doing this. You should be researching. You should be looking up things. You should be doing ways and doing things to better yourself. Yeah. Because if you're not, someone else is. That's the other one too. That's yeah. the other one that gets me too. Is yeah. you're not. I mean, every minute that you're not hustling, Someone else hundreds is. of people yeah. are, and they're ready to take your fucking exactly. spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to fucking be let it go because someone's gonna call me like lazy without right. knowing. Like, hey, I heard you took some time off right, and you, you right. lost it. And fuck you. Like, right. the fuck did I take time off? Right. Yeah, you know. Right. I mean, I'm gonna go 100 percent plus as right. long as I can, as hard as I can. And that actually, I guess, brings me to the other reason is what you said. Why so much? Why now? Um, I'm just not in super good health in general. This is, I mean, this last knee surgery that I had, this was my sixth one. On your knee? I'm 36, dude. (laughs) Like, this was my sixth knee surgery already. I mean, I've had 30-plus broken bones, four concussions. I have osteoarthritis, kyphosis, scoliosis. Like, dude, I'm trying to make sure that I fucking leave a footprint. That way, like, my family has stuff here, and then I can actually have something to build on without relying on my body to do it later that sounds like prostitution actually now that i said that out loud (laughs) but i mean before my body breaks down i need to make sure i can put it to use and like working these long days and all that shit so is prostitution on the market oh you know what if you ask my staff (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't even thinking about that but they've legit been encouraging it for years (laughs) i hope i hope that the people listening right now all like all around the world, everywhere of the country, world, this is this is somewhat what it takes. No, not somewhat. This is what it takes. This is what it takes to own a place. This is what it takes to get it successful. Wow, man, that episode really touched my heart, man. Mike, he talked about a legacy. You know, when it's like leaving a legacy. One thing that I I remember somebody teaching me back in the day was that life is not lived on this linear path. It's lived on more of a, a wavelength, right? And the lives that you touch in between there, you know, that can go on. That moment can live on further than your own lifespan. A parabola. Exactly. So why it is so special to us, you know, and being acknowledged in these magazines, especially by our peers and everything like that, is because this is something that will continue. And Mike, he said that, you know, he's right. trying to create something that lives longer than him. Well, let's go into something else, like the the reasoning behind it, but not only the winning part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, Marie Uniguez. Yeah. I mean, the godmother of freaking Food Network. Man. Having her on the show was just like, not only was it our most listened episode, but it was one of the funnest. It was one of the most amazing because we got to actually pick inside of her head and know what it's like to win and not only what it's like to win but the things that happen after you win i'm pretty sure everybody cried that episode i'm pretty sure i cry every time i see her like i'm just (laughs) an avid fan i had the opportunity to cook with her this weekend and take home the people's choice hello for this five special event 505 food fight so that woman is she's you know she's She's mama. She's mama bear. Exactly. You know, mama the bear. The epitome so. of soul food. Exactly, especially the Mexico soul food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean. So we should let's let's go back and listen to some of her uh, reasonings of winning and what I can do for you as well. Oh, I can't wait. We had a good time, me and like, my baby. You guys won that one. Yeah. Like, it was... We won a part of it. We didn't win the whole thing, but we won part of it. So hey, it's just uh, a win to get win. called, bro. Yeah. It's just a win. It's a win to get called. Right. Like that's crazy when you get that phone call. Well, but how cool was it working with your daughter? Oh, my like, God. You, well, you, <sighs> what made oh. that that special is that she was going to school to be a writer, right? Mm-hmm. She was, that's, what her, that's what she said she wanted to do. And I always told her, Mia, you've been in the kitchen with me this whole time. I'm not saying you have to be in the kitchen, but mm-hmm. you're good at it. I always just try to encourage her and let her know she's fucking as bad as she's bad. Right. And <clears throat> when we went, she was like, Mom, I'm so nervous. What if I don't know what you're saying? What if this... She freaking tackled it, bro. She handled me more than I handled her yeah. there. Um, and when on the plane ride back, she said, Mom, 
this is what I want to do. I'm going to switch my stuff. I already switched. Aww. And she's I'm going to culinary school. Wow. wow. And that's the same thing I told her a long time ago is if you decide you want to do this, like learn the business part, Mija. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know the business part. And I got into all kinds of shit because of the business mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. I know how to cook. I don't know papers. Mm-hmm. Learn the business part. And she went and did it, dude. And now she's fucking running Boca Dios. God. Like proud mama, huh? You proud, proud mama. Oh my god, dude. In your face. She's my whole entire being. She is she's a great soul to too. She's just yeah. like like you. You're a great soul. So the apple didn't fall too. She's everything. Fall too far from the tree. We have, mean, we have a big thing coming from that. I mean, to announce it to you. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. No, of course. <laughs> big news. Big news. Big, 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 so when we won that episode, yeah, we said. We want to write a book if we win that next part. All right? So this has been 2017, 19, 18, 19. Justin was born 2019. We went. And we were said we want to write a book if we won again. So we ended up not winning and came back home, whatever. It was a good time and we had fun. And a few months ago, I got a call from an agent that signed us to write our book. Oh. Always great talking to Marie and... Inspiration and everything that she has to say. Corazón contento is what we call it. Y familia. Yeah. My heart is full. My heart is full. That's amazing. Um, It's crazy to think of where you start and then where you finish. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's... uh, It's it's important to, to grind hard in those beginning times. And not too many people know that. That, like, the idea of I've made it. You know what I'm saying? Have you though? Have you though? You've only made it to the next step. Right. You know, and now there's more to grind. Right. There's always more to grind. You gotta live life that like there's always more to grind. Right. Do you have a moment, Tristan, like where you have felt like you've had to really like dig deep to persevere? I think it was uh, you know, when I was working at NBC Suites like the first the first time. Um I was there for six years and I was grinding my way up. Um Went from lead cook to front of the house manager. Went back to be the executive sous chef. Um, you know, the chef there, you know, always grinding my ass, always telling me things like, you know, you're not good enough. You should think about another career. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you simple mistakes I would make. And he would be like, you know, I don't think you're, 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 you're made to be a chef. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I was like, okay. Um Got an interview uh, to go and be an executive chef at a uh, at the Downs Casino and uh, proved him wrong. Mm-hmm. And here I am today. Opened up my own restaurant and you know it's gave, uh, him the, gave him the big fuck you. You know some people would take the, any kind of negative feedback as like uh, a, a backstep, you right. know. But the true people that succeed. Are the ones that take that yeah. and they use that as fuel. Yeah. Don't they tell do, me. Don't tell me I can't do something. It's like Ralph Macchio, you know, <laughs> Ralph Macchio putting up fucking Billy Badass on his punchy bag and just <laughs> punch until his knuckles bleed. You know. <laughs> no, but let's talk about your partner Frank Holloway. Yep. Okay. And I mean, this is this is part of your I, business too. I, I mean, definition of like you know what the fuck are we thinking? Um, and you know, in the beginning of the business, not having. Business exactly, and you know, and we're, not, well, not we're, taking it at face value and just kept grinding. Exactly, don't give away too much because we're gonna get, we're gonna give the the people a taste if they right. haven't listened already. The episode eight, we talked to Frank Holloway, owner of uh, Hollow Spirits, along with Tristan and um, Best Distillery. They won in the Albuquerque uh, magazine. They won um, Best Distillery, Best Rum. They were top five in vodka, gin, and whiskey. You know, so we're talking about some mean spirits over here, <laughs> but listen to how they started. Friday night, Friday night, nobody, nobody there. Alex kind of like, what the hell's going on here? And, you know, Frank's at the bar with his, you know, head in his hands and he's like contemplating life decisions. <laughs> you know. And I remember Alex saying that that he brought his date, like he brought a date. First date. First date. So awkward. <laughs> to this badass new hopping so, place where there's so, one person at the bar who's the odor. Let me just repaint the scene for y'all guys. Alex excited. Therefore, you know, like, hey, I was invited by the chef and the owner. This is a spot we gotta go to. Check this out. It's a new hot, hot spot. You know, Alex is like, he's 
laying it down for the way the night's gonna go. Walk in, Frank. (laughs) Head in his hands. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody there. Crickets, you know. And uh, that, and it's like, so where should we sit? (laughs) I yelled at him, hold on for the the hostess. (laughs) No, seat yourself. No. Hold on, I didn't clean that table yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, no, the that—that's how it was. It was—it was hit and miss the first year, and we—I can't even say we treaded water. Like we—we we barely made it through the first year. There was um different things that happened with contractors with the steel that cost us a lot of money that I didn't exactly expect to cost. So at the time that. Alex saw me. It wasn't like I had that extra money that I had planned in the business uh, plan mm-hmm. to have in case we were slow. It's like, no, we need people in the door or else we are going out of business. Like there was there was no stockpile of money or anything. So I was stressed out. Um, Let me ask. You paid full price that night, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, always great to talk about that sort of stuff with Frank. But uh, we got some... Other clips coming up. These clips are actually from future uh, episodes that are coming out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, we got uh, Kicker, who's our brand ambassador. And then you got Courtney and Brittany, uh, who are some of some of our our, our wait staff. Crazy, crazy episodes coming up. So uh, make sure y'all stay tuned for those episodes. Like his name's Kicker. I was like, who? Who the hell are you hiring? You're hiring a dude named Kicker. Kicker. Yeah, yeah, he's well known. I was like, well, I never heard about him. <laughs> but then the dude, like, seriously, like, man, like, I remember watching you behind the bar one time and I was like, Jesus Christ, this dude could throw out fucking drinks. Like, nice. busy as shit. Like, and still, like, hey, hey, chef, like, having a conversation with you while he's, like, making, like, 10, 15 drinks. Like, hey, uh, what do you think about this idea? And, like, you know, you're like, dude, like, you good? He's like, oh, no, this. Watch this. Fucking six drinks. Yeah. Six That's drinks and triple ADHD. I'm like, hey, <laughs> chef, did you see the Cubs game? And you're like, Kicker, I told you I don't watch baseball. Nobody watches baseball but you. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever then, dude. Whatever. They won. They won. They won. And I just made three drinks. So whatever. It's, it's funny. It's funny. Like, you know, the questions he comes, you know, right. just random questions. Well, I'm sure... Um, you know, there's always been this relationship with a bartender and the chef, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that that relationship has lasted for the tell of time, you know? That's where, that's where a lot of, like, real venting and real conversations kind of real figuring ourselves out and, like, what we're doing here kind of happened, right? Well, I think a lot of it was um, when Kicker became the manager... Um, that's when, you know, that's kind of when we actually really clicked. We worked really well with each other. Uh, always communicated. Um, you know what I mean? I've been a manager before. Was this your first one? Was it your first one? It's my first one. First one. First one. So it was, you know, he had, it was, <laughs> it was. <laughs> like a virgin. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey. <laughs> um, he had a lot of questions, but Kicker, Kicker always asked the right questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it was. From personal experience, when people go to restaurants, yes, you're, I get being hangry. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm hangry. But when someone's like <laughs> coming up to you and like trying to be nice and like, I like most servers do introductions. And like when people cut you off during your introduction, Ooh. you should be like, I want drinks. Like, this is what I want to drink. Like, you can't even like introduce yourself or like give them like a good, cause like, not that I want to get to know everyone, but I want everyone to at least like feel comfortable with me and like I want to have a good time with like Absolutely. the people that I serve. Uh-huh. And so when I come in, like trying to be like, hey, like what's up? <laughs> My name's Brittany. Like, what's up? And you're just like, yeah. I can't even say Absolutely. hey. And you're like, oh, I'll take this, or oh, I'm not ready, or like I don't know. It's just like that energy. It's already like they're already shutting rude. you down, and they're just there. It's rude. I don't even know what you're there for at that point, honestly. Exactly. They're definitely not there for the experience because yeah. if they were there for the experience, they would let it happen naturally. naturally. You know? If we actually want to talk about it, I think that everyone should work in the industry. At least once. Just once. Just so they understand how we all feel. Right. I mean, if you think about it, so can I break that down real quick? Like, if yeah. you think about it, that's an actual thing that can really happen because... 
we have schools that we serve lunch every day. Mm-hmm. Why not make it one of the classes or whatever that instead of a PE or whatever, make it an elective that you, you know, you put your time in in the kitchen or whatever, and you help serve people, serve food, serve serve your students. You know, right? I yeah. mean, <clears throat> the amount of work that you guys do to try to go out, give this experience. Like be polite. That's one of the hardest things. And I, I think that you guys have People to do. don't realize how hard it because it's like you have to go and like there's days where I'm off and like I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to interact with people. Like I would rather just fucking stay home and like be on my couch watching Netflix and not interact with anyone. <laughs> but no, I go to work you and do I it. still try to give those people my energy. And it's mm-hmm. like they just take it for granted. Right. They're yeah. they're entitled. Yeah. Okay. It's like they're entitled. Oh. Here's Scout, Scout, everybody. Scout feels the same way. <laughs> Scout, Scout feels Scout the same a way. Shout out right there. His featuring debut. <laughs> oh my god! What else can I say about those clips from Kicker and Courtney and Brittany? Those brothers, they're wild. Firecrackers. They're wild. You guys got to really tune into those episodes. Those are coming up later on in, uh, I think, next year. Yep, yep actually, absolutely. Think, but I know next year. You know, don't, don't think, just know. But it brings me to a point, you know, because to be an employee into a restaurant, one thing that I want out of all of my employees is I want them to have passion. Be passionate about something. I, I ask them, I want to help you in life, okay? But you got to show me that you're passionate about something, right? okay? And let me help you get to that point, you know? Um, and that... Kind of brings us to a guest that really tied to me because we started in the food truck game together and just watching each other grow. Oh, Somebody that I loved hearing from. The John that, episode. Mm-hmm, John Katrinik yes. from Subak Soul Bowl and just recently won Best Korean in the paper out yeah. here in Albuquerque. Yep. You know, so shout out to him and what he taught us on that episode, you know, about passion and what it takes to take that that an idea without effort you know, right. is is dead. Well, it's the fusion part of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, he came out from, what was it, like Virginia or somewhere like that, mm-hmm. came in and just, you know, oh, there's tacos here. And then just went along with it. Well, and just He had the idea of, of being, you know, having a great Korean restaurant. Right. But then moving out to Albuquerque. Realizing that that isn't the path. It's not such an easy path to just right. get from point A to point B. So he had to navigate his way right. through winning over New Mexicans right. with his Korean flavors, which he did by putting those Korean flavors in tacos, burritos, right. on top of smothered fries. You know, And so shout out to him. And I can't wait to see more from his journey. But well, It's funny because our director, uh, you know, Alex Wallach, that next day <laughs> we had to go and eat. Because I, I I hadn't tried this food yet, so we had to go and do it. So, and tell me your soul wasn't satisfied, dude. It was absolutely amazing. Food was so amazing. The his take on kim, like different kimchi's, it's mind mind blown. blown. So let's hear let's hear let's hear some some uh, some stuff from John himself. And, okay. Created that kind of liaison of Burkeños and kind of what we're accustomed to, and in introducing something new, right. which is Korean food. You know, like it's been here, but it people in New Mexico where we get scared of a lot of things based off of anything how we're new. How yeah. we're yeah, anything new. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of foreign to us, and we're not uh, easy to try. But you were putting bulgogi in the tacos. You were doing green chili kimchi fries, right? Oh, yeah. And like what? Like, tell us more about that, about the cuisine, and and kind of what made you take that path. Yeah, and growing yeah. up, like you know what I mean, like. Yeah, for sure. So, like, growing up, it was all just, you know, amazing Korean food for my mom. My grandmother lived with us for a couple years uh, in Virginia, and she would just tend to the garden. This was kind of middle school time, and I would come home, and there would be, like, eight new dishes, like, every day of, like, things that she cooked from scratch. Um, So it was kind of like, you know, falling in love with food that early, Um, you know, before... The Food Network channel existed. There was like great chefs of the world on Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like knowing what a taurine was at like 14, 15. Right. Um, you know, always had the passion to cook, you know. Um, and then, you know, wanting to go to culinary school and wanting to go to the CIA. 
mm-hmm. and then having a Korean Korean mother who's like, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer, doctor, yeah, or right. business owner, or which nurse. I am now. And so you know. Oh my god, bro! Every time I listen to that episode, I get so fucking hungry. 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 Dude, all I just think about is all those Korean flavors. I, I literally Kimchi. that day that I listened to the episode the first time. I went and I had Korean food that day. I had to. Yep. You know, That's what we did the day after. Like, we had to go have his food. You know, it's just something about that uh, attention to detail, that balance of flavors mm-hmm. that is so important, you know. Um, another thing, I mean, talking about balance, you know, balance in life, balance in community, mm-hmm. you know, which is so important, you know, and mm-hmm. which is kind of an overlooked thing to chefs because a lot of times when we're trying to climb to get to our goal, mm-hmm. We're just focused on what's in front of us, right? Right. You know, just the next test that's in front of us. Right. And they, a lot of times they're just slid in front of us without us even asking for more work. <laughs> they're just thrown at us, you know? And you have um, to accept that work, and then you have to get that done too on exactly. top of everything else. But what has helped me get through that mm-hmm. is you. Oh. It's all of our guests. Right. You know, it's everybody collectively that we have this... What do you what what would you say? It's a community. It, it's our tribe. It's our tribe, yeah. It's our tribe, man. That's true. You know, there's Very a quote true. there. Our vibe, your vibe gets your tribe. Right. You know, brings your tribe. And I think that we have built that, you know, and that's something mm-hmm. that I'm grateful to look back on. Right. You know, um, somebody that really tied it together. I don't know if you remember this. Episode 12. Yes. Mikey Vance or Mikey Vince. Burnt Fideo. Burnt Fideo. Burnt Fido. <laughs> uh, are you a hot dog truck? Are you a hot dog truck? <laughs> Fucking, oh my God. Burnt no. Fideo. Man, what 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 a great inspiration just hearing this dude talk. Absolutely. Like about where he came from and then where he's at now. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And, and I just can't wait to see where he's going. But what I look more forward to is helping him get to where he's going. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we are trying to do with with everything that we're trying to do inside of On the Back Burner podcast, uh, Project Mise Plus, everything right. that we're trying to do inside of our culinary community, in which I suggest everybody out there go and do within your own community, right. whatever it is, build that those relationships. Yep. Lift those up around you because it's only going to help you get to a higher place. What helps you helps us. Exactly. So. Exactly. But enough of us talking. Let's listen to Mikey Vince. It, the universe will throw it at you. You name it, right? But everything I've tried to do, everything is conspired together. You know, all everything. Like I'm meeting all of you, meeting Marie, um, Chef John. Um, he has a, the farm down mm-hmm. across. Like, he walked up on me. Hey, chef. It's so funny. Real quick, I'll tell the story. So we just set up at Casa Vieja, and I was just parked, and I was opening up the trailer. And this guy pulls up in a van, and he's like, yeah, what's up, chef? And I do this and that. He's like, want to go back there real quick? I was like, yeah. And then my uh, Sam, my manager, is like, don't get in the van. You don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a veteran. So let's go, you know? And But no, but everything's always worked together, and I've met amazing people on this journey. You know, amazing just Marie, you two, and um, Mark. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to throw names. I'm trying to name drop now. Like, all these different <laughs> chefs. You know, but, like, Chef E and, and Mighty Mike and Bassett with Tika Spice. Like, all the food truck circle I got into. Like, it's just been a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm on the right path finally. You know? Your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. It's the, I saw like, that on Instagram post. I thought you got that off of like a, underneath a coat cap. That was really, I'm gonna really good. I'm going to coach you that tonight on a post. <laughs> <laughs> no, someone asked me to like, what, what makes you different from other food trucks? And I said, our vibe. Yeah. I was like, we don't have the, we're not going to be everyone's cup of tea when it comes to tacos or some of that. But when you come to the truck, you're going to hear music playing. My girls, I'm going to say, I don't, I'm going to say it out loud. I don't care if they get mad. You know, they all don't know how to sing, but they're all singing. <laughs> and the lights are on and like the vibe is going, you know, and That's like, important. and, that's what attracts people is just, you know, and when it comes to our truck is our vibe. 100%. Dude. Always good talking to that dude, man. I'm telling you, that dude is inspiration. Dude, that dude gives me wings. 
It gives me wings. It gives me wings. Seriously. <laughs> no, but like he just that episode right there just totally encompassed the whole season. Yes. You know, because this is our first season. We're <coughs> wrapping season, up the year. Wrapping up the year. 2021. 2021. Um, you know, we're uh I mean <laughs> season one. This is the the last episode and uh of season one and it's been a great ride, and uh, I remember when we first talked about this. Like, you know, I think uh, Alex had a Alex had a great uh, me and him had a great conversation at one point, and then me and you kind of solidified it where we're just sitting there talking. Like, man, you know what? Let's just drink some alcohol and just talk. You know, <laughs> let's just get some chefs in good, a room and just talk. We just have we have great we have great conversations already just by ourselves, and then you know I think uh, I think it was uh, it was a great idea. But that's like everything that we talked about with our guests of everything that they've done started with an idea, right? You know, and what enough people don't appreciate is that you know that first step, guys, yeah. come up with an idea. I mean, because we <laughs> have an idea, we, be we creative. Have the idea. And then we kind of threw it together, and we were like, hey, Alex, let's do this. Like, We're actually going to do this. Hey. Can we borrow your room? Yeah. And then Alex was like, yeah, we can borrow the room. <laughs> we didn't have any fucking mics. As you can see, the, the sound has gotten so much better. You know, we, we we're graduating. This. We're graduating. We brought in Mitch uh, to, to do the, uh, the, the, you know, the sound quality, the engineering of everything. You know, Alex does a great job of directing everything. Then we brought on Ruth probably a, uh, a little bit later than we should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's kind of, she keeps the, uh, she keeps the. The eye on the prize. The eye on the prize. And she's, you know, she's she's very pushy. And she which which make is. Sure, make sure shit gets done. So, you the, know. I mean? The whole idea, though, is to attract as many people as we can. Right. To touch as many people as we can. Right. Because ultimately that's. That makes me happy just knowing that things that I've experienced, people can relate to right? from worlds over. But I think also people who don't work in the industry that listen to what we're doing can kind of get a feel of, uh, you know, get a little bit of insight into our heads. Because everybody eats. They everybody all go eats. to restaurants. Everybody goes to restaurants. The people what behind the do? counter. Yeah, like, what do you think? Like, what do you, you think this, you know, you see... You see elegance and you see beauty and you see everything uh, with the food. You don't see the chaos that's behind the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to bring to you. We want to bring you our our mindset, what 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 the behind the scenes are. So I think people are actually, I mean, we're doing good. The numbers look good. So This is the perfect time to do it because usually year-round around this time, you know, right. either we're, we're tacking on awards to the wall. Yep. Or we're sitting there and we're thinking, what what more could I have done? And the good thing about it, my friend, is that me and you, as far as chefs go, we are tacking awards onto the wall. We're tacking awards onto yeah, the wall. Absolutely. You know, and I'm 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 proud to say that that my community, my tribe, mm-hmm. you know, is strong. Right. You know. And, and we're all doing it. Exactly. And that's what I want to see because mm-hmm. I don't want to serve the whole world. Right. You know, I know you don't. No, 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 don't. Speak but for me. if we can share, I want to share the. I want to feed the world. Sh- yeah, if we can share the weight, <laughs> if we can share the weight, it makes it a little bit easier. But we have to know that the people that are sharing the weight mm-hmm. are willing to to handle that burden. Right. You know what it takes to genuinely serve somebody and care for them and to feed their soul so that they can move on with their life. Well, it's the vulnerability that we put out there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? This is our craft. This is what we do for a living. This is our career. We are providing a service um, that is so easily trampled on. You know what I mean? Because of one mistake. Mm -hmm. Margins are fucked. You know what I mean in our industry, they're they're they're, they're fucked, and you, you hear about it in all the episodes that we've that we've already put out. You know, Kate Gerwin talks about it. The margins are so screwed. You know what I mean. What other business are you going to get into where the margins are so small, and yet people can still tread all over you mm-hmm. for not giving them the experience that they feel they deserve? One hundred percent. 
you know what I mean? It's a difficult industry, but but it's a rewarding one if you can keep your head down and you can actually get past the fire. So rewarding. So uh, rewarding. That's and why we call this the back burner, right? Oh, did you just segue us into that moment? Did I just segue us into the back burner? Uh-oh. So we don't have a guest. You know how we like to do it here on the back burner. But we still we like do to a put each burner. other on the back burner. But we still normally do the back we put burner. our guests. But we don't put each other on the back burner. Do you okay. have questions? Because I I came prepared, buddy. Hey. Oh God. But <laughs> <laughs> ask my normal cheesy ass questions. <laughs> I'm gonna start. Uh, Sixty seconds on the clock. We're gonna put each other on the back burner. It's just gonna go back and forth, right? You're gonna start. Yep. Okay, uh, 60 seconds, and let's go. Favorite condiment? Uh, ketchup. Chef Ramsey's or Anthony Bourdain? Ooh, Anthony Bourdain, all day. Okay. Um, what is your favorite Monopoly piece? Oh, that's going to be the car. Fruity Pebbles or Fruit Loops? Ooh, got to be them Fruit Loops, oh. even though they tear up your mouth. <laughs> uh, Pop-Tarts or yeah. Strudels? Strudels, because I like to make my cool little designs. <laughs> Hot or cold? Ah, uh, gotta be hot, man. I love hot food. Just so so satisfying. Um, tell me, what is your last meal? My last meal was uh, uh, spam and eggs. Ooh, spam and eggs. Correct. Summer or fall? Ah, uh, gotta be fall. I lo- I gotta cover up, man. You know I'm a chef, man. Come okay, on, man. Okay, I got okay. I got layers. Let's go. <laughs> I got layers. Uh, uh plaid or stripes? Stripes makes me look good. <laughs> Arnold or Stallone? Oh! It's got to be Stallone. I love love me some Rambo. Okay. 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 That was good. That was good. See, hey, look. See how we handled the back burner action really, really well. We don't just ask you to be on a back burner. We will go through the back burner ourselves. (laughs) We won't won't ask you to do something we won't do ourselves. Exactly, man. Hey, let me... So, New Year's, right? This is New Year's. Oh, man. Uh, we're talking about our resolutions. I want to know what your goals are and your resolutions are, not only for yourself, but for your business. Good question. Good question, man. Um, New Year's resolutions for Dominic, for Dominic, without Taco 10 involved. Valenzuela. Uh, Dominic Valenzuela. Not Valenzuela. You know, we're, uh, I want to get back in a better shape, man. Mm -hmm. I, uh... I went to get a physical. No, actually, let me be honest. I went to go get my teeth cleaned, and they would not treat me because they tested my blood pressure. My blood pressure was too high. Okay, so that can stand from multiple things. You know, um, stress, obviously, in our industry. Yes, right. um, eating wrong. You know, not eating the way I should be. Drinking too much. That can also be there. Drinking too many caffeinated beverages. Red Bulls. You know, we're creatures of habits. Mm-hmm. I had to take a seriously a serious look in the mirror and decide, you know, is this it? Is this right. the end of it? No. Like, so, okay. So we got to change. Right. You know, so I got to change for this new year. Um, and I, I hope it to be better, but I want to bring everybody with me. So started a Facebook group, you know, DM me, Dominic Valenzuela. You look me up, DM me. You want to be let into the group, let me know. I'll let you into the group. Uh, But I want chefs and industry workers, like-minded, to come together and just support each other, man, to to get in the better shape and to just keep that as a focal point of, you know, our own life and what it means to those in our lives, you know, for us to take care of ourselves, you know, because we care for everybody, you know, but a lot of times we're we so humble that we, we forget to take care of ourselves. Right, right. You know, so I want to remind uh, chefs out there that that is an important part of our growth and our Self-care. involvement is to find that time, make sure that we take care of ourselves. Self care also, because we can't take we can't take care of anybody else unless we take care of ourselves first. For Taco Ten, though, uh, goals are. Two restaurants, two more restaurants in 2022. Oh. Trying to open two restaurants in 2022. You. you know, the power of vibration, you know, repeating numbers. Yes. <laughs> you know, 
You know, I want to open up two more restaurants in 2022. Uh, I got a team that is passionate and and motivated to do so. Um, the work is being taken care of. I got the systems. Let's let's go. You That's know what's up. But I know it's going to be hard. Oh yeah. And I know if it was easy, everybody it, would do it. Exactly. But I have shoulders to lean on, like yourself. Like My shoulders are big, bud. Like Marie. Like <laughs> Chef Mike White, like those that we've talked about on this podcast, mm-hmm. the people that were scared to do something but did it anyways. Right. You know, so I'm excited to do that. Uh, that's what I got planned for t- um, Taco Ten. Let's talk about you. Let's go. Me, I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna ride the wave. I think getting in better shape because you look good. You look good. I'm round. Everybody knows. All right. I spent my whole life working out. You know what I mean. I spent my whole life since I was 13 going on to literally before Lexington was born. I was in good shape. I was, it was in really good shape. Um, and then I stopped working out and, you know, and I wanted to be fat for a while. Let me be fat for a little while. Um, but now it's, it's at that point where, yeah, you know what I mean? Like we're getting older. We're not getting any younger. It's time to get back into the gym and, and get back. So my goal my New Year's resolution is to get back to my football playing weight, which was 230 pounds. Nice. And I'm going to get there. And then I'm going to look like a nice ice carving and uh, ladies hide your, your wives and daughters because I'm coming. Greek um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, you know, that's that's a personal goal as well and resolution and just, um, you know, to – to constantly be there for my little girls and 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 raise them to be amazing, wonderful, young, independent, and very strong women, which they already are, mm-hmm. like at a young age. So that's that's my New Year's resolution. Uh, as far as Hollow Spirits go, uh, we are aggressively as well going to be opening up two more properties. One of those properties is going to be a modern and uh, rustic New Age steakhouse. So uh, look for that happening uh, in the next in the next year, and those are those are the goals. Like you said, it's gonna be hard. It's it's uh, it's gonna be intense, but you know what? Guess what? Uh, we're gonna fucking do it mm-hmm. because we're not afraid, and you gotta take risks. So and you got the support group, and we do, and we have the people around us who. Uh, who we can lean on and, and the people out there who believe in us and, uh, you know, like yourself and all the guests that we've had who will, who will come out in droves to support us when we open up the doors. Absolutely. And that's, that's, I don't think people understand how important that is. Like that first day you open the doors, like we went to your, your grand opening and we we're trying, Dom, Dom, we're over here. And Dom's like, fuck no, I ain't looking at y'all, man. Not I'm working it. right now. Not about like, it. You know, Dom is so focused. He will not look at you. He will not talk to you until after he did, is all said and done. You did not know uh, that there was that gear. You know, we that's didn't. that. That's the overdrive gear of like this is all business, bro. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> but you know what? There's there's respect in that. You know what I mean? Because you're focused and and you want everybody to get the exact same treatment as the next person. So absolutely, one hundred percent, man. Um, I would like to send a personal shout out to our whole team. You know, we got Alex Volek, we got Ruth, we got Mitch the kid, you know. Um, everybody putting this whole production together and to get us to just a first season. Right. You know. But the, the numbers are good. The numbers are really good. Our you know, our guests who have been on the show and just the people who are listening. Like I keep falling in love with each and every episode. I can't find right. a favorite episode. Right. Because I love this community so much right. and what our people have to say and their stories. You know, like it is just something so endearing. It's something that I attach to so much. Right. You know, um, the team we have is just is amazing. Like, you know, everybody has their part, everybody plays their part, everybody does an amazing job. So, you know, just stay tuned and look forward to as we continue to evolve and 
to develop into the podcast that we want to present to you guys right as people in the industry as customers of restaurants which everybody is you know just everybody who genuinely enjoys food and the people that are giving it to them right you know this is what we're trying to provide for you um coming up we got a couple clips for you guys. Yeah, we got some clips coming up for you for the next season. Season two of On the Back Burner. Season two. We ain't stopping. Are you serious? This season train is in full two. motion. It's in full motion. It ain't going nowhere. Choo, choo. <laughs> Get on fucking board and and go and subscribe. Hit that like button. Smash the, you know, whatever the kids say these days. <laughs> Smash the subscribe button and make sure you turn on the notifications. My 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 daughter Lexton will actually. I should, we should get her to do that. Uh, we should get her to do a little spill about that. I'm telling I'm you, she'll say it better than me. Um, but thank you so much for everybody who's tuned in. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to our team. Um, God, it's been fun, and let's just keep going. I love you. I love you. That's why this works. Cause I love you. I'm also very attracted to it. <laughs> That's the fucking whiskey talking. It is the whiskey. That is Good my, thing I got whiskey. And not only that, right but now. everybody, you know, out there, this man's smile can melt hearts, let me tell you. Cindy, you're a lucky woman. Let's get out of here. Mitch Wait. the kid. Take Play us out of here, bro. After the first season. What I, I notice about your style, like you're you're the people's champ. For sure, mm-hmm. like because you mm-hmm. you play to the people. You're not a mm-hmm. you don't play politics. You don't do all these other things. You are one hundred percent you the all the time, right. every time. You 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 know from from when you meet you. You know you're the realest guy that I know for sure. Um, what what means what means so much to you that you're always trying to connect with the people? Yeah. That's it's just a connection that I just it just happens. Mm-hmm. Like every day I come out of you know Ohana Hut, you know go check on things, I'll bus tables, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. I, I slow down, I'm caught up. <clears throat> a lot of people want to talk, you know. Hey, Raul, what's what you got going on today? Hey, what's your special? You know what I mean? It's like, dude, can I just make you something? Mm-hmm. And then show them, show them some different. Not you know you, you go to all these other places, they've been doing the same. Shit for fucking ten years, our menus haven't yes, changed. Jesus Christ, yes. let's move forward. Yes. Let's show people some new stuff. I'm gonna go back to my old days mm-hmm. that I did 15 years ago because nobody's doing it now. Still, mm-hmm. it might look old fashioned, but taste it. Right, you know what I mean? Right. It's gonna taste right. And it's gonna be a little bit old fashioned, played up. I ain't, I ain't into that little a little croquette with a little piece of duck. You know what I mean? My bad. <laughs> right. I'm gonna. I like that traditional plate where I got my starch, my veggie, and my right. and my protein. And depending on, I want the good quality though too. Of yeah. course, you know, absolutely. And something simple, but it takes you. It's like home, home cooked, right there for you, and, and it's from scratch. Shit, right. you I, can't I beat totally that. Agree. And it's the people though. That's what the people I assume think want. Like I put on the menu <clears throat> at Ohana Hut. I don't know what I want to eat. You know how? Oh, I don't know what I should eat. Well, just push that, <laughs> push that, and I'll just make something. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's good. Idea. And I'm gonna have that tricky menu. It's like. Oh, my wife can't make up her mind. Okay, that's something on the menu for 12 bucks. I will make something for her. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know you end up picking up slow shifts, picking up shifts as a bartender, and that's how you work your way up. Mm-hmm. And you make yourself known. You, you try and market yourself to, to, hey, come and hang out at my spot right. because I want to sell you me. That's one mm-hmm. thing about, about bartenders and chefs, though, that they have in common is they're very great self-promoters. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like great self promoters, like you know what I mean. Like we're, it's it's uncanny between chefs and and, and bartenders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we know we know how to you know hey, yeah. market ourselves. Well, you're also throwing yourself on a plate. Right. I'm throwing myself in, in a, a drink. Cup. Yeah, in, in a, a cup. cup. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to connect with this customer that doesn't know shit about shit. Pro- probably I'll put it at the least amount. Yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah, a lot of yeah. people know what they want. And we'll order it. But people are like, oh, just make me whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I'm going to make, what do you like? Do you like sweet? Do you like tart? Do you like bitter? Do you like, oh, I want to taste the alcohol. Or, I don't want to taste the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want something. I want I want a fucking whiskey with a twist. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And you get, to, you get to learn this person. And the moment you give them a drink and they're like, holy shit, this is fucking good. Right. It's a beautiful thing. Because you guys see it too with your plates. Right. We were actually talking about that with the previous guest, uh, Marcos, you know, just like sitting there, 
you know, you pick your head out of the kitchen. They're taking a bite of your food. Oh, no. It's and they're it's, like, and they put their head back. Yeah. And like, yeah. It takes them back yeah. or it makes them yeah. feel good. Like, got that's, you. You got, you got them mentally. And yeah, then they come back for more. And then you end up building a regular for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Follow us at BackburnerPC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Recorded and produced in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On the Backburner is hosted by Tristan Rogers of Hollow Spirits Distillery and Dominic Valenzuela of Taco 10. Produced by Three Birds Digital LLC. Directed by Volok Media and Marketing. Audio engineered and edited by Mitch Pavalco. Podcast intro recorded and produced by Randy Savage. Find him at savagevo.com. Original music by Rocky Rhodes. Check out his music at soundcloud.com forward slash K-R-Z-M-A. Yo. Yeah. What up, queen? What it do? It's been a minute since I seen you. I wonder what you been doing. Yeah, you probably doing what a queen do. Benny Hollins and Balenciagas when it come to you. Cupid hit your boy with a semi-auto. You went from baby to baby mama. Yeah, don't be afraid to tell me what's the matter. Huh. I pull up in a Grammy outta. I'm just a good fella like Ray Liotta. And you know you got that good love. Yeah, you know your boy trying to pull up. Cause you know about that real hip hop girl. And I've been going through a lot, girl. My heart pump blood, but it's caged up. And you know you got the keys to the lock, girl.